My name is Dick. I'm one of the pastors here at Faith Covenant Church, and I want to welcome you to our worship service this morning. We are truly glad that you are with us. There's so many other things you could be doing, like waiting about 25 minutes for the kickoff uh, to the Seahawks game. You could be enjoying sun, which will quickly disappear probably tomorrow for six months. But you are here <laughs> worshiping our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So thank you so much. And if you are a guest with us today, we do encourage you to fill out the Connect card. You'll find these on the table in the back. And if you would, after filling them out, go to our Welcome Center. We have a special gift for you. Now, I actually had a My Name is Dick um, tag on because Mary Kay and I have been gone the last four weeks. And I thought maybe some of you would forget who I was. <laughs> now, I will honestly admit... I had 10 weeks left in my ministry time with you as your transitional pastor. And by the way, I signed a four-month contract 44 months ago. So, you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but of the 10 weeks, our final 10 weeks, we're gone five of them. So it's kind of the way it is. Hey, Thanksgiving is such a wonderful, wonderful season for almost all of us. And I'm sure many of us spent time with family and friends on Thursday. For my wife, Mary Kay, and I, we went to her sister's home in Kirkland. And at one point, there were 13 of us there, ages two and a half to about 94. So it was a really mix of ages. It was great conversation. And, and once the not-quite-cooked turkey was microwaved again, um, we actually had a great meal. I'm sure none of you had Thanksgivings like that, but... Thanksgiving is that rich, wonderful time when we really can take time to say thank you. And I have to say, Greg's probably, Greg, you and I didn't plan this service, but as we will find in the message, if I remember most of it, there's a whole lot of points where we're connecting. And in some ways, if I simply said amen right now, you would have gotten God's message for you today. But some of us need to hear it a second time and a third time. So, so hopefully you had a really blessed Thanksgiving, but maybe your Thanksgiving was a little like this one. Now that I have all of your valuable attention, because trust me, nobody likes texting and twittering and snap imaging as much as I do, I just want to take this opportunity to tell you how thankful I am for all of you. 
I'm thankful for this meal because nobody makes green bean casserole like your mama. <laughs> and I'm thankful for this family, watching you grow and follow your dreams. It's an honor to pray for each of you when I go to bed every night. And I'm thankful I can still chew my own food. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you go next. Huh? Go. Oh, okay. Uh, well, first of all, I'm not as thankful for the green bean casserole as this guy is. <laughs> but I am thankful. I'm thankful that God blessed me. How many of us have been around a table when everybody's on their devices? Unbelievable. But we all tend to do it, don't we? At least most of us. Thankfulness. That is our topic this morning. And as we look at two different passages, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 to 18, as well as Psalm 103, verses 1 to 5, we're going to learn and be reminded of three aspects of thankfulness. First, to whom are we to be thankful? Second, what are the reasons we are thankful? And third, and, and I think for many of us oftentimes, we are called to be thankful in all circumstances, even those more challenging times in life. So let's take a look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 to 18. It's on the screen. I encourage you to follow along silently as we begin to hear from our Lord different reasons, different aspects of thankfulness. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Please join with me in prayer. Gracious and loving God, on this glorious Thanksgiving weekend, we pray your Holy Spirit illuminate our hearts and our minds that, Lord, we might hear the message you have for each one of us regarding being thankful, being grateful. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So, to whom should we be thankful? A story told about Harriet Martineau. She was in the 1800s, an author. She was a sociologist and a proud atheist. She simply didn't believe in God, period. She and a believing friend were out walking on a morning summit like today with the sun coming through, a little haze coming off the, the dew and frosted meadow, the leaves coming down from the trees. And Harriet stopped and said, I am so grateful. I am so thankful for the beauty of this day. And her believing friend said, Harriet, in whom are you grateful, my dear? In whom are you grateful? Who are we grateful to? Who do we express our appreciation, our thanks to? We certainly did it musically this morning so far. We certainly expressed it in our responsive reading. But to whom are we truly grateful? A story told of a, a woman who pulled up to a drive-in bank teller. Just before she pulled up, uh, the sun was shining in, so the teller pulled down the screen. We've probably all seen those. It, it blocks the sun, but it also blocks the person's view from the car to be able to look in. 
So the woman pulled up, the drawer pops out, the woman puts her deposit in the drawer, the drawer disappears, the drawer comes back, the woman takes a receipt out and the cash she asked for, drawer disappears, she looks up at the window and says, well, you're probably automated, but I feel like I should simply say thank you. You know, sometimes we're not sure to whom to say thank you. How many of you have Alexa? Oh, not that many. <laughs> Never mind. Okay, for those of you who don't have Alexa, Alexa is an Amazon product that you speak to and it gives you answers and you turn your lights off and on and it play music and does all kinds of wonderful things. So our grandkids use it and they go, Alexa, do this. And Alexa does it. But there's no sense of gratitude, please, or thank you. So whenever I use Alexa, I feel compulsion to say, please, Alexa, play jazz. And thank you. Now, Alexa doesn't care, but that sense of gratitude, even a machine. Think about the kids growing up without having that sense of gratitude and simply talking to a machine or simply on their machines like we saw in the video. Well, King David. King David knew fully to whom to be thankful. And so it's in our scripture lesson, again, looking at Psalm 103, verses 1 and the first half of 2, that we see how David is grateful and to whom he is grateful. Now, David, David, if you're not familiar with it, David was a shepherd boy who became a, a hero as a soldier. He was, a, a, he was running away at one point. He was a fugitive, and he became king. And David was a sinner. Waltaby became a man after God's own heart. David knew to whom to be grateful. So here's who, who David is grateful to, looking at Psalm 103, the first two verses. Praise the Lord, my soul, all my inmost being, praise his holy name, praise the Lord, O oh my soul. There is no question to whom David is giving praise and thanks. He knows to whom he should be grateful, and ultimately, that is his Lord and our Lord, period. Second aspect of being thankful. Reasons for being thankful. Now, I do like Thanksgiving. Not only food when it's properly cooked, but I also like some of the traditions about recognizing our thankfulness. I know there's some families that will share their Thanksgivings before the prayer even. I, I heard from a, a couple we know who decided with nine grandkids before the grandkids actually got their dessert, they had to at least give one reason why they're thankful. I heard there were some creative answers given, but that's okay. They got their desserts. So last week, I just took a few minutes to list a few things that I was thankful for. Now, the first thing I'm thankful for is that I'm a citizen of the United States of America. Now, we may not be a perfect country. We may be flawed in so many ways. We may not be getting along in some different areas. We may not agree. But I've traveled to 19 other countries. Uh, Steve Starr, how many have you traveled to? 106? A <laughs> hundred and... You know, Steve, I really appreciate that because the blessing is when I'm no longer on staff, I can lie a lot more too. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, I've been to 19 countries. I love traveling. It's what we hope to do starting January 1st a lot. But we have traveled a lot, and it's always a blessing to interact with different cultures, to spend time in other countries. But I love coming home. This is our country. 
It may be flawed, but it's the best this world has. Second, believe it or not, I am thankful for my health. Now, I had a heart attack four years ago. I got a fake knee. I get to have foot surgery in January. But you know what? I'm thankful for my health. I can get up in the morning slowly, and I can begin to walk. I can still walk four and a half miles a day, six days a week. I can still do the Team World Vision 13.1 mile half marathon. I am thankful for my health. And I'm thankful for provision. God has surprised, supplied, surprised, supplied every one of Mary Kay's and my needs. Every one of our needs. And more. We have not been without. Now, we all have our dreams. We certainly have ours. When Mary Kay wins the lotto, we're going to buy a condo at Lake Tahoe. Yeah. But it ain't going to happen until then. But God has supplied our needs. He's provided what we need, and I am thankful for that. What I'd like to do now is take a look at what David is thankful for. If we continue in that passage, Psalm 103, and let's see the provisions and what David's thankful for. And continuing down, we already know to whom he is thankful, and David says, and forget not all his benefits, God's benefits, who forgives all your sins. God forgives our sins. David, David ended up, have, ended up having an adulterous affair, had the woman's husband set up to be killed. David was forgiven and became a man after God's own heart. All of our sins can be forgiven. David fully understood that. Number two, and heals all of your diseases. You know, the ultimate healing is when we come home to be with our Lord and Savior in heaven for those who know, our, know him. But boy, there are times we are healed. There are times that medicine heals us. And there are those miraculous times. And we just have to recognize that. David is thankful for healing. Who redeems your life from the pit. Boy, without Jesus Christ in our lives, we are still living in the pit. And because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on that cross, and because of our faith and trust in him as our personal Lord and Savior, we can be redeemed from that pit. And David recognizes that as a foretelling of what the New Testament says. Who crowns you with love and compassion. God loved us so much that he gave his one and only son. What greater love is there than that? Who satisfies your desires with good things. The provision that I'm thankful for is a provision that David recognizes and another reason for each one of us to be thankful. So that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Renewal. Now you get to be my age, there's not a lot of renewal left, so I look forward to the ultimate eternal renewal. But boy, it is amazing how God renews us spiritually. Give us the strength we need for another day, even if our bodies aren't quite moving as quickly as they used to. David had a lot of wonderful reasons to be thankful. What are some of your reasons for being thankful? Now, the third one. The third point is a whole lot more challenging. And that is, we are called and challenged to be thankful in all circumstances. All circumstances. And I know as staff at your church here, every Wednesday we gather at our staff meeting and we pray through all the new prayer requests that come in. We know there are folks that are struggling with relationships. We know that there are adolescents that are struggling with life. 
We know there are people in need of jobs. We know there are cancers issues, just all kinds of issues. We know that for some, Thanksgiving is not something one wants to celebrate necessarily. It becomes more challenging. I'll paraphrase Job. Job said that humans are born into trouble just as sparks fly into the air. Trouble is part of what our lives are going to be. We're not going to avoid it. It's a question about when it may come and to what level. Now, I, I want to add another one of my Thanksgiving blessings, and it's our family. Our family. Mary Kay and I have been married 46 years, and uh, many of you have heard me say this. Um, I always say parts of every year have been pretty good. And I have to say there were a few years that only parts of those years were good. Only parts. Because of the challenges that came upon us because of poor choices. It was July 2001. The 1st of July, our son Eric drove drunk, hit a bicyclist, and killed Francisco Sanchez. Jailed that night, ultimately released from prison 11 years later. The next day, our daughter Kirsten gave birth to a beautiful little boy. Kirsten was not married at the time. Bless her heart. Thank you, Lord. She chose when she realized she was pregnant to carry that baby to term. Two days after giving birth to that baby, in a wonderful, difficult ceremony, that baby was given to the Brown family. That was a challenging time in our lives. And it was not a time that I was thankful for the circumstances. And initially, and for a while, it wasn't a time I was even thankful for being in those circumstances. But in time, through a whole lot of prayer and a whole lot of support, we began to see God's hand in the midst of it. We began to see that all of us have, in the midst of our challenges, that promise in Psalm 23, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. As believers... No matter how bad it is, God is there. We are not alone. And then we have the body of Christ, all of you, to come and support and be helpful too. For us during that time, we just began to see God in the midst of all of it. And today, we've got a great relationship with our daughter and her family. We have six grandsons now, just the way God works his miracles. Our son, our son's living independently. God's not done with him yet but he's doing a whole lot better than he did a long time ago, and we are grateful for that. We are called to be grateful and thankful in all circumstances, holding on to God's promise that he hears us, hears our prayers, that he will never forget us and never leave us. So on this Thanksgiving, to whom are you grateful what are the reasons you're grateful? And in the midst of the struggles and challenges you may have, may you be thankful no matter what's happening. Now, just so we can end on a little lighter note, at our church at Lake Tahoe, uh, George Schofield, George, South African, you'd think he was from England, uh, George was notorious for telling stories. And whenever George was going to tell you a story, he would start off by saying, True story. So here's a true story. 
two women who hadn't seen each other for a number of years got back together and they began sharing what was happening in their lives. And the first woman said, I got married two years ago. And the first, second woman said, that's good. The first woman said, well, not really. He's twice my age. And the second woman said, well, that's not good. And the first woman said, well, it's not that bad. He is a millionaire many times over. And the second woman said, well, that's good. Well, the first woman said, well, it's not that good. He's mean and he won't give me any of his money. Oh, that's bad. And the first woman said, yeah, but he built us a $5 million house. It's beautiful. And the second woman said, well, that's good. And the first woman said, well, it's not that good. It burned down a month ago. And the second woman said, well, that's bad. And the first woman said, well, it's not that bad. He was in it. Now I'm a millionaire. Now, you don't think this is good? Now, I, I, I will say, I, I did the punchline on Greg and some other staff members, and they reacted like you do. Greg, I think, was the honest one and said, most people are going to love it, but you're going to hear about it from some. <laughs> and then I, I, I just said... So what do they do? Fire me? <laughs> Join with me in prayer. Ah, <laughs> oh, gracious.